Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, next week we have Dan, a major announcement. Major. And I'm not joking about this because I know I sound like a sarcastic, even when I'm being serious. But I am being serious. Big announcement next week. Big. Since being founded in California in the 1940s, McDonald's has always aligned themselves with the most powerful duos. Burgers and fries. Nuggets and sauce. Bird and Jordan. First one to miss watches the winner eat. Sundin and Bretzky. You can buy me a big Mac. Ronald and the Lone Jogger. That's the Lone Jogger. Salino and Barnes. Lawsuit pending. But now, the home of the Big Mac has teamed up with the most dynamic duo of all. Jay on Rate and Dan O'Toole. And together they form the Jay and Dan Podcast. Brought to you by our friends at McDonald's. Pounding on a can. We did it. We wow, that was that was so good. The producer Tim bada ba ba ba. Yeah, producer Tim singing. Oh man, our dreams have come true. We McDonald's have- now title sponsor of the J Dan podcast. Welcome aboard. We could Ronald. be happier. Grimace, Birdie the early bird, huh. uh, the Hamburglar, Mayor McCheese, Mayor McCheese. They're all here. There's a few others we were looking it up, but they're lesser known. But they'll all be joining us eventually. <laughs> One more time, just for me. <laughs> I think Tim will actually enjoy that. I tell you, at least once, actually, no. Three times a week after our show, after our TV show, someone from the staff stops at a Mickey D's 24-hour drive-thru and gets a Big Mac because we talk about it so much. It's, They're like, yeah, I'm doing it tonight. We were discussing this last night when Dan was off with Vertigo, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that too. But I was saying to Kayla Gray, who filled in, yeah, it's like osmosis. You, you have the golden arches in your studio, and everyone's obsessed with it. And so G-Bone, producer G-Bone, he's always stopping for a Mac. Producer Tim. Always. He's crushing Max. Me at too. Night too. Toolsy crushing Max. Me, Bloor and Ossington. I, st- I park my car because there's no drive through. Oh. I walk in. I get my Max. I come out. It's so nice. But there's, there's some people in this world, Dan, who unbelievably have not tried a Big Mac. That's right. And we've got one Ooh. of them with us. I can't believe this. This is something that. Uh, I love this, these moments, you know, when we can change someone's life on the podcast. These are moments where I get jealous of people. I'm like, I, like if they haven't seen a show, like if I show someone Mike Tyson Mysteries for the first time, I right. say, I am jealous that your eyes have never seen this and you see it for the first time. This is what I'm feeling right now. Right. I would have used Seinfeld. But yes, I understand your point. <laughs> and um, so Matt Cause is here, TSN radio host extraordinaire, uh, world-class sommelier, uh, gentleman, renaissance man, lover of Girls Gone Wild, and just an all-around terrific guy and friend of the program. And, of course, he has uh, Matt Talks Wine and Stuff podcast. Did I get that name wrong? With Interesting People podcast. With Interesting People podcast. Yeah. 
And Great by the podcast, way, she, uh, I, which I've been on, but Dan has refused to go on. As Dan was supposed to come on once, but his daughter was ill, and as a professional <laughs> uncle, I don't know what that's all about. So, yeah, yeah he's stiff. I'll get, I'll get him on at some point. But I do, I do discuss wine with you frequently yes. because I had a horrible bottle of wine uh, the other day. I got it. <laughs> Well, at the grocery store, I always thought buying booze at the grocery store, it's going to be great in Canada until you buy a bottle of wine. wine. Maybe beer, but I don't Are we there? The, the yet problem with wine? is they don't, the, the selection is still limited. Yeah. There is some good stuff at some of the, uh, at some of the grocery stores, but, you know, it's, um, it's, it, it is hit and miss. You just need to call me when you're at mm-hmm. the, and I'll, I'll help you out. And by the way, just to let you know, I preferred the earlier seasons of Girls Gone Wild when it was still about Girls Gone Wild. I found later all the CGI. And yes. it was it wasn't you know it wasn't the story anymore. Lots That's of right. And, and they introduced those robot characters. Yeah, so it's, it's like just, bleep bloop. It's take like, your top off. Yeah, it's that like I don't need Jar Jar Binks. Top, you take off now. You know, is, yeah. is the creator <laughs> Joey? Is that his name? Joey? Is he still in jail? Yeah, where's that cat? <laughs> oh, oh, isn't he in jail in Mexico or something? Nothing says that karma exists more than that dude in a jail. Wasn't he married to Pamela Anderson or with her for a while? Pamela Anderson just had a, like a seven-day marriage. Yeah. yeah. To someone kind of famous stuff. Can you work, uh, look it up? Someone kind of pseudo-famous. Yeah. Uh, Pamela Anderson just was married to for 11 days, and they called it off. Classic 11-day marriage. Gosh, I wish I had one of those. <laughs> but do you not think, like, okay, <laughs> maybe we had our first argument. Well, Joby, I'm going to go for a walk. The, for the long haul. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I wish I had, like, a one in between my well, first one and her. John yeah. Peters. That was, like, a, a John, okay, P- John was a Peters famous movie producer. A, yeah. Joe uh, Francis, I believe, is out of prison. That's it. Mm. He was in prison in 2013. Okay. What was he in prison for? Just being him. Girls Gone Wild? Can't be. Can't be. Yeah. Back to the 11-day marriage. If you have your first argument, do you not think like maybe I'll just go for a long walk and come back and rethink this? Like or do you Cher, say like Cher was married to Greg Allman for like four days or something? I'm surprised that one didn't last. Those yeah. two, those two kids. So yeah. you might be hearing us munching on food throughout this. We're, curr- we're currently having French fries. You've had McDonald's French fries, right? I've had French fries growing up. I was a McNugget guy or okay. McChicken. Okay, I don't know McChicken, why. great sandwich. Yeah, and it's uh, fantastic. But I don't know why I just never had the Big Mac, and I think it's like. If you don't get your driver's license by a certain age, you never will. Yeah, that's true. Same thing here. I just yeah. I never the Big Mac, and then my life became its normal routine, and yep. the Big Mac wasn't part of it. And you wake up one day, you're 44, you're staring in the mirror, you don't <laughs> like who's looking back at you, mm-hmm. and you realize you haven't had a Big Mac. All cards on the table. I was kind of in the same boat. I didn't have my first Big Mac till my 20s when I started to like pickles, mm-hmm. and now I can't get enough of them. Yeah. So uh, pickles or Big Macs. Yes. Okay. Can can They're we do great. the can we do the reveal because the reveal is the best well, part of it. Yeah, especially on audio. <laughs> <laughs> so open that bad boy up and just take a gander at that. That's like straight out of a commercial. Now, one oh, yeah. thing they have done and they've advertised this is they've improved the Big Mac. Like the bun's a little bit different than the bun I remember as a kid, and it's better. Uh, and the patties are different. And you got to dump your fries in there. It's a perfect little uh, the vessel. That's right. Great little vessel. And we should mention that because you guys had me here to bring some wine to pair with French fries, chicken McNuggets, and a Big Mac. So what are we uh, what are we drinking today, Matt oh, Cos? Okay, let's uh, start with the uh, rosé. Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on there, Dan. <laughs> and... <clears throat> Rosé is for all people. You know, it's not, a, it's not, you know, the stereotype is more for female. No, no, no. Rosé is a fantastic drink. Uh, it's it, it, crisp acidity, refreshing. It'll go well with the French fries, with the chicken McNuggets. Mm. And for any man out there dealing with, you know, you know, feeling insecure, don't think of it rosé. 
Brose. Yeah, rosé all day, man. Yeah, exactly. So uh, try a little rosé. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. And I Cheers a, to you. I brought a, yes, huzzah. And I brought a spittoon in case you need to spit. Mm-mm. We're going to be primed for this. What chances you'd think Toolsy would spit out booze? <laughs> Never. And by the way, people are probably thinking, oh, man, there's such salads eating Big Macs the first day of McDonald's sponsorship. We've always wanted to do this. This is so exciting. I say we dive right into the Max. Okay. Okay, with the Max, we're going to have it with the red. And the red, I want something Canadian. Let's hear it. Uh, 13th Street Winery, which is in uh, near uh, St. Catharines. It's a fantastic one. What I got is a Gamay. Okay. Because um, Gamay's got a lot of acidity. And you're going to want this bright acidity to cut through the fattiness um, that you're going to get into a hamburger. The, and the delicious and fattiness, yeah. the delicious uh, sauce. Okay, here we go. Matt Cos. Yeah. Let's let Matt try his, yeah. try his okay. first. So okay. I'm going to... Uh, here we go. This is going to be a little sip. Uh, here we go. Cleanse the palate, so to speak. Here we go. He's bit into the Mac. Mmm. A, I love that sauce. It's yeah. so good. Okay, see, now I get what people are talking about. Yeah. Because um, people always talk, like, I forget who I was talking to you today, and someone said, hey, even if I just get the hamburger, yeah, but I, get, I got a little schmutz, yeah. but uh, but they get the Big Mac sauce on the hamburger. They used to. We were talking about this. They used to sell it, I think, really? in the stores. Oh, no, they do know. in the States, yeah. Do they still sell it in mm-hmm. the States? I think it's like a secret item type of thing, right? Well, but I oh, think they, saying, oh, I think the they sold stores? it in grocery stores. That's bad for I sales to have a secret. I haven't seen it here no, for a while. No, that's a good point. I don't know if they do. Oh, stuff. man. Right? Mm. These are so good. You know what's delightful about this? It's me. not as heavy as I expected. That's right. Like, I, right. like, it is, like the bun and everything is a little bit lighter than, uh, than I was expected. The, the sauce is that's tangy. True. You know, the pickle really works with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the you pickle know- cuts through, right? Because you're right. There's so much, uh, you know, they got the, the sauce is creamy, uh, the lettuce, the the burger patties delicious but you need those pickles to cut through it yeah and you're right that that wine try is with uh yeah this uh, and gamay is a grape that does really well in ontario because it's a grape that can uh, grow in cooler climates um so it uh, it works really well uh, you yeah. said something i think maybe to dan when he publicly did he send you a pub a public tweet about the bad wine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that was a private no, was a message private. between the three of us yeah private message and you made a good point about the types of wines that you should get in Ontario. I'll just say this. If you're going to get like Cabernet Sauvignon, I get it in California or warm climates. In Ontario, it often doesn't work. Right. Like think how cold last year was, 2019. Yeah. Avoid all 2019 Cabernet. Right. The wine you got, yeah, in Ontario. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. wine you got was a Cab Merlot. And again, Merlot can work in cooler climates, but it depends. And oftentimes it doesn't fully ripen. Um, and it's not going to taste that good. So if you're going to get an Ontario Cab or Cab Merlot or any sort of blend like that, see the year and just check with like a farmer's almanac. Was it a hot year? Mm. If it was a hot year, give it a shot. If it was a cool or cold year, avoid. But you're saying that Gamay's, Pinot Noirs. And Cab Franc. Those right. three grapes work right. great in Ontario. Okay, that's yeah. good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, let's go in for another good bite. part about Big Mac, the messiness of it. Oh, yeah. Like... There's Dolby no devours his in seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We, sh- we shouldn't have all taken a big <laughs> bite at the same time. We needed someone to be talking. No, we didn't. Sorry for chewing in your ear while you listen to this podcast, but uh, but I think I think if people are listening, they're going to be driving straight to that McDonald's oh, yeah. and getting a Mac of their own. 
I'm so happy that you like that yeah. you like the Mac. Yeah, this is good. But you're right. This this is a mess. <laughs> like I've got yeah. like I've got on the north end of my Big Mac. There's a lot of um, but there's I, a lot of it's a lot of spillage going on. But I think to your point about the lightness of the bun, I think that it's even lighter now. The new buns are lighter. Well, you don't want to get overwhelmed with it. Like first yeah. off, you need a good bun for no good hamburger. Uh, every good hamburger needs a good bun. Absolutely. You know what but, I find the the grocery store hamburger buns? They're all too thick. Mm-hmm. And then they try to come out with yeah. these, these thin buns where we're, they were like pitas. Yeah, it's like it's like single ply toilet paper. Find the middle. Help. Yeah, find the middle. Mm-hmm. Find the, the the happy in between. Go full Goldilocks. <laughs> you want to get it just right, not mm-hmm. too skinny, not too fat, just in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's hundred percent what you want. So thank you, McDonald's, mm-hmm. for coming on board because you are just right. That'd done? be a great slogan for McDonald's. Just. Can right. I get a bit more of that red, please? Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait that to watch. Incredible. I, I can't wait to watch uh, Sports Center with you guys tonight. Just oh, yeah, we'll be fine. All we've got several hours. Oh yeah, we got lots of time. Round it out. Yeah, and this is low alcohol, twelve and a half percent. Perfect. Um, far lower. Uh, and the rosé as well. Probably we usually drink moonshine before the show, so we should be, You'll be fine. By the way, the rosé, higher alcohol mm. than the red, something you wouldn't normally expect. I mean, this is kind of a, a token thing, but in the summer, that's kind of all I drink is rosé. Like, it's just that nice in-between white and red that is, you can, it goes with literally everything. Yeah, it goes with so yeah. much food. It's yeah. great. Yeah, and you can you can absolutely plow it back. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Which I is a good, uh, should be a good slogan plow for rosé. Just plow it back. Plow that back, baby. By the way, I liked your guys' intro, the McDonald's one. Good job at Kristoff, but it does have that 1920s old-timey. Ah, oh, see? Check out the gams on her. She's a real fine dame. You know, like, it has that old Timey, that old nineteen. You just scared Dan. I heard a different intro, <laughs> completely. None of you're part of it. It's, it's like, and now welcome. It's a uh, Dan O'Toole and Jay Onright, the promo for McDonald's. I loved it. Who is that guy? Uh, that's our voice guy, Chris Kent. He didn't say gams at any point, but oh, check out the gams on her. She's the real. Hey, I'm Chris knees. Kent. See, oh, Dang. I have a buddy who still calls women's legs gams <laughs> or logs. Logs. <laughs> what? Stems. That was another one. How old is this friend of yours? Same age as me. Let's get uh, let's get into Dan's medical issue. Mm. Dan had vertigo yesterday, and it was a very frightening thing because yeah. we didn't know how long you'd be out. Turns out it was only twenty four hours. You, you so, got lucky. So went to the Phantom. Took my daughters to the Phantom of the Opera Saturday night. Um, great production in Toronto. Um, it was. Is this a local production? I've never heard of it. It's a touring production. Oh, Phantom? Okay. Um, the girls, they enjoyed it, but maybe it was a bit... They said they were confused a lot of the time. I'm like, it's not very confusing. The one guy wants the girl, and the, the, the Phantom wants the girl, too. And they're like, they're fighting over her. It's not that hard to find. Anyway. So, go to that. They enjoyed it. It went till late, and they were falling asleep. And I'm like, oh, man, this is a disaster. <laughs> Get back to the hotel. They're... They finally go to bed. I wake up in the morning. I fall out of bed. I'm like, what, what has happened? What, like, it was like I was on a ship at rough seas. Walking around, and I came out to say good morning to them. And they're like, Dada, what is wrong with you? And then they stayed away from are me. Are your daughters from an old-time <laughs> show? How old are your daughters? Dada, how old are your the daughters, need milking. Are your, are your children three? Dada, <laughs> da, what da, is da, wrong? The, the pig slop is big 
Bye. So they thought I was joking, and then I had to like grab onto a chair and sit down, and then almost passed out. And I'm like, something, something's wrong. So went to a uh, walk-in clinic. They're like, oh yeah, you got vertigo. How'd you get home? Um, friend. Okay. Um, Ooh. <laughs> lady friend. <laughs> Luckily, she was there, or else we would have been screwed. Yeah. We would have been staying the week in Toronto. Already, Which would have been fine. It would have been an expensive night already for you, not getting more. <laughs> exactly. So they say, yeah, you have Let's go see Phantom again. <laughs> so I hate missing work. It's my Catholic guilt. So I'm like, it's 3 o'clock and finally I have to send. I gave them a preemptive warning. I said, guys, I might be calling in sick because uh, I-, I can't drive right now. So um, they gave me pills and you have to do these these exercises in which you put your head back, you put your head forward, you put your head to the side because things are dislodged in your ear canal and you have to get them back in place. I'm like, is this really a thing? So I did the exercises, took the pills, um, and then around like 11 o'clock, it started to clear up. I'm like, maybe it's just the pills dampening the effects of the uh, vertigo. Woke up in the morning, boom, gone. Fine. Right is right. How did no? So how did did they say where you got it from? You did, no it's not one like knows. a common cold or something. It has to do with an inner ear infection, but they said there was no infection. And then so I text my mom. She says, "Oh yeah, I know uh, three people I know today told me they got vertigo." She's down in Florida right now. Uh, another buddy who's in Toronto. He says, "Yeah, uh, buddy, got it the other day." I'm like, "Is vertigo going it's around?" Like it's the new coronavirus. Wow. Yeah. So it's bizarre. Anyway, I'm I here guess now. Dan talked to four people and they what are have the vertigo. Odds? So what are, what are the odds they all have it? I'll take a little top up of that. Uh, that uh, this is really nice. Yeah, and by the I way, like this. both these wines are under $20. LCBO? LCBO. Yep. Let me take a so let's photo just, of that one. Because I don't think you mentioned the actual name of the rosé. Oh, God, sorry. Um, so the rosé is from uh, the area called Provence. Uh, so southern France, uh, it's a Côte de Provence, which means it's from the whole area. Um, uh, Pro de Rosaline, uh, oh. 2018. And rosé is not meant to be aged that long. Like no more than three, maybe four years. But rosé is something, you, you make it, you, you open it, you enjoy it. Make it, drink it. Yeah, exactly. You do a lot of traveling. Yep. Do you fly Air Canada? Uh, I fly, yeah, I fly Air Canada. I always say to them, why don't you have more Canadian wines? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. It Why? is weird. It is weird. Well, but part of it is is because Canadian wine, and I won't go too far into this, but Canadian wine, it's all artisanal. There is no, like, like the largest ones, like the Jackson Triggs of the world, mm-hmm. they're still small in comparison globally. Like, it's basically all small wineries. And as you know, it's like anything small. Like, when you, if you want to go buy a pair of shoes, it's different if you buy them at a, at a giant bulk store right, right. versus some mom and pop So place. it's a money thing. Yeah, it's a money yeah. thing. Um, the Ontario government doesn't exactly do a ton to help um, with uh, with prices and right. things like that, so it's very hard to make inexpensive Ontario wine. Is the BC is the same thing, right? Yeah, like, like you you think of buying it casually buying wine from these wineries in BC and Ontario, and it always seems like a little. You're always like, why is it this much money? And this but, is why. But, uh, but I'll say this: people should try and spend some money. Like there is great stuff here, and it's it's so much of it's picked, you know, hand picked, and like. You know, very smart people doing it. And I'm not just saying this, some sort of Canadiana thing. You no, know? no. Like, like, like this CFL fan living mm. in Toronto. Why do you just like the NFL? Like, this is not that. Speaking of that, mm. Roger Goodell. He's a fine fella. He's what a, is, he's a cut What is he, he doing? Nobody's talking. Some chicken nuggets and a stuff. Not a single. I don't know if you guys saw this stuff. Did you see this this past week? Someone, I don't know who asked him. 
about Toronto, whether Toronto should get an Expansion, NFL team yeah. again. Oh, I saw, I saw that. Has anyone been talking about this for no, two years? No, it was a disaster. No one's been talking about this. When the this. Bills came here, a disaster. But no who asked? One. Did someone ask? Yeah, who him? did ask? I'd did love to know. Did someone ask him the question? I bet it was Steve Simmons. Did someone ask him the question? Because yeah, I, can, I can't see Roger just deciding. The only way I could see... No, no, no. Of course someone asked him the question, but I'm but I'm wondering who did it. Like, yeah. why? It's not like if this is like something people are talking about, or Larry Tannenbaum's like, oh, I'm going to do this again. Yeah. I think I'm going to do it. No, it's been dormant. For years, and then he and then he brings us up, and it's like stirs people, you know, gets people all their high hopes. But he does. He did say like it would need an arena, an NFL or a stadium. stadium. Excuse me, and that's going to cost you, like just no, one point one point five billion. Yeah, no one's building that. Yeah, here. it's it's not. We're not getting a team. I'm no. fine without a team. No, like it's weird to say because it would help us on radio, especially on you know, TSN. It would 50, be but, great for us. Since yeah, we have all the NFL. Mm-hmm. No question, and I. It, I love the CFL, and I understand that people don't like it. It's not about that. It's just, it's like a random question. That it was dead. We 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 addressed that. It's over. Like, they yeah. tried it, didn't work. Yeah, I went to one of those games. Those one of the most horrible. boring sporting oh, experiences I've ever well, been to. Yeah, you know, it's you can't tailgate and no, you could tailgate, but you had to line up and get tickets. And then when you got to the front of the uh, the the beer line, you could only get one at a time. Oh yeah, and so and the lineup was twenty five minutes long. It was sterile. There was nothing organic yeah. about it. And then you know they had the Bud Girls who were you know getting paid thirty six bucks an hour to pretend like your jokes are funny. Like it just nothing nothing about it felt like this is football. You know what wasn't bad though the Argos tailgate when we came back and we went to that Riders game the very when we first got back from L A. The Argos had a tailgate going down in the parking lot. That one's more fun. It, but they stopped it. I don't because it, it was pretty well attended and, and it was fun. Like we walked around and like lots of hardcore fans. It was around Thanksgiving, so they were deep frying turkeys yep. and stuff. And it was like it felt like a real tailgate. It was yeah. like this could be good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. CFL. Okay, let's get into Dan has an opinion about something. I disagree with him. Oh. What's that? Dan found. So you watched the Super Bowl, obviously. Yes. Did you watch Chris Myers' interview with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes at, at the very end? Did you get to see that? I, uh, yeah, I got to see a little bit of that chaos. Okay, yeah. so Dan found it to be the most awkward interview he's ever seen. I disagree completely. I think he did an amazing job under the circumstances. Because it, it, my argument is this. It was f***ing chaos out there. Yeah. He managed, he had Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes comes by just to tap Andy on the show. He manages to corral him. He, so he manages in this f***ing chaos to get Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes in the post-game interview together. Now, whether you think Chris is the best reporter in the oh, world. Oh, Chris is great. But whether you think his questions are great, that's not what I'm arguing. I'm just saying like the, just that alone, corralling them in there. Oh, yeah. that was, Getting them both there at that moment was huge. But it was just, it started off. Andy couldn't hear the first question, yeah. and then it, just, it was doomed. It was doomed to fail because they're it was, always doomed. yeah. They, like it, it's it was an impressive feat, but the end result couldn't. I don't think it could have been any better because when you see like the overhead shots of it and all the different reporters Everyone and camera guys that are that are colliding in. into yes. each other, and it's just it's like a like it's violent there. And yeah, and is there anyone more surly? Than the than the sports media camera. Oh God, they're the worst. They are the worst. Like, oh, they they're jostling for position. If you ever go to a presser oh, and God. you touch their camera oh, at all, God. they are Dean Willers, no- our buddy, oh, yeah. is the worst. <laughs> oh my God, but they're also, intimidating. They're yeah. also territorial, right? But the Andy Reid, the part that where it got awkward was when Andy started looking off camera because he knows he's got to be somewhere, and then 
Chris asked his wife a question, and I thought Andy said she's got nothing to say, and I rewound it, but he said, I've got to get to the stage. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, that'd be weird if he said that, but he didn't say that. That yeah, would be. Yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> Tammy has there. nothing to say. <laughs> Tammy is going to be quiet. And the fact that, well, you know, he obviously got that in his ear, Tammy, or maybe he knew. You know, I don't know. I, I just thought he did a great job. Like, under the circumstance, that's just, that's a nightmare. And then, yeah. but what's also weird is that Aaron Andrews is the lead reporter. But she's covering the other team, so she doesn't get to do the interview with him. But I find that weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I find it because Chris is a play by play guy. Yeah, what's he doing there? So, why is he? I don't care if he's been covering the Chiefs the whole game. Like, that's your star reporter, supposedly. So, is it just that she couldn't get there? Maybe. Like, I don't, maybe I don't that's know. It. Is it just, yeah, maybe he was just closer s- to it. As simple as he's there, yeah. you know, get him. Get him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like in Ghostbusters. <laughs> what, you know, you guys, what are we going to do? Yeah. Get her. You know, just. <laughs> what did you guys think of the, the Fox graphics where they had the animated players? I liked them. They looked pretty oh, it cool. horrible. I liked it. The, yeah, I the, liked the cartoon it. pictures? Yeah, kind of cool. I don't know. I, I saw. I was with my friends. And Looked like a video game. It was okay. I, I, I feel, feel like ten years from now we're going to be making. I was going to say. I I didn't. I, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm closer to Dan. I didn't mind it, but I agree. I think in ten years people are like, oh my god. But it's finally we're away from shot of the player heads right. down and then yeah, he raises down. his head. Yeah, we're finally done that. That was yeah. all anyone did for five years. Yeah, yeah that's that, true. That is a fair point. Like I. I'm they, always, they tried something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm all good with that. It's like I loved uh, I loved Kornheiser. I loved Dennis Miller when they did Monday Night Football. I love the blue laser, like the blue thing with the puck. Oh, the like, fox, fox tracks. The fox tracks. I like that because at least you're trying something new. Right, right. We, we've told the story on this before, and we talked to the people involved with this fox tracks. And, um, hmm. They must be hated in Canada. Those pucks were illegal. Like what? The, the puck manufacturer, they're like, no, you got to, they're like, these, you, you can't use them. We're like, well, we're using them. Like, they didn't meet the specifications. Really? Yes. <laughs> can't can't only... wait for the 30 for 30 on Fox tracks. Uh, so way. you crushed that big man. We all did. You're, uh, so yeah, so final, out of 10, final give us, verdict. Give us, uh, give us your, uh, your full recap of that experience. Again, I'm going to start uh, from the bun. You know, let's start from the top. First impression. It was fluffy. It was inviting. It opened the door and said, hey, come on into the meat house. Um, <laughs> you know, they, well, that's what it says at your door, your house, too. It does. I have a very weird um, like doormat. Uh, my neighbors are uh, not pleased with me at all. They haven't been that upset since I did, um, you know, um, Airbnb. So it starts there. And then you know what the pickle says? Pickle says, we're not f***ing around. We're, uh, we're taking yeah. it down to the flavor train. By the way, it's weird for me to swear because like, this is normally where I'm on terrestrial radio. Yes, that's right. That's like, I, I got to be careful not to swear because I, I do feel bad. To do like tomorrow. What, then, tomorrow you're going to be like on edge? Like, I, a little bit. The first hour. Um, so then, you know, the, 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 the pickle was there. It set the tone. You know, the cheese. And of course, the sauce is the, the sauce. The sauce is the big thing. But you yeah. know what? Everything was in balance. Yeah. You know, like, you never got overwhelmed between the meat, the tanginess uh, of the sauce, the pickle. Like just, it's like everyone was working together. Harmoniously. And this yeah. is my argument why I like a Big Mac better than a Big Mac bacon, personally. Because I think the bacon throws that balance, that delicate balance off yeah. a little bit. It's like, well, yeah, it always feels like when in doubt, just add bacon. Exactly. Normally, I would agree with that. No one doesn't like bacon, but it's like it wasn't needed. This chicken, by the way, I don't get many nugget nuggets anymore. I don't mm-hmm. dial up the nuggets. The Plus nuggets are better than I even remember because they're you've got honey and I like the barbecue. Delicious. I got sweet and sour. It's so crispy. The like the nuggets crispier than I remember. You know what I'm gonna say about this? No sauce required. Yeah, it's no, just it's true. It's, it's just beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's like just me and the chicken. How about some more rose? <laughs> 
This there has to be one of the greatest <laughs> food podcasts of all time. Bon Appetit bon is Appetit. shaking in their collective. Oh, yeah. Let right me tell now. you. Here's, here's the thing about fast food that I find amazing. People that work in Michelin star kitchens, they work in five-star restaurants. Right. When they aren't working, they get McDonald's. They really? get fast food. Yes. You talk, they're like, I don't want to cook. And it's actually, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. They don't go home and cook a Michelin star meal. Well, they want to. That's involved. They want to put their face deep into a Big Mac. Well, it's it's like, you know, you go to There's some like. so many drops from this second. podcast. So many <laughs> drops. Like, you, you know, you go to like these like highfalutin documentary, uh, you know, festivals. And then sometimes you just want face off. You right. just want Nick Cage and right. and uh, Travolta, and Travolta yeah. just you know causing causing. <laughs> so you know it's, it's the same thing with so, like a lot of sommeliers at the end of the night they just get a beer right you right know, they just, they've they, had they, enough they, wine they've had enough wine and they just uh, they just want a beer. Do you find as a sommelier that you appreciate? Can you drink beer casually now, or are you are you like no? You're oh no, 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 drinking no. it like wine. Like you're thinking I am, about it. I am a good wine, bad beer guy, and I don't even think it was bad beer because I, I love Coors Light. Right, I'm, right. I'm a As supporter of course, light. Yeah. yeah, I'm a massive supporter of it. So I'll go from like a really nice bottle of Bordeaux or Barolo, and then I'll downshift in, in a Coors Light. I'm perf- I'm happy. It's it's my choice. Mm. Are like there that. any McDonald's in the world? I bet you there are that serve like alcohol. We were just discussing that. I believe Europe, in France. There has Europe, to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there has to be. Like yeah. think about Europe. Every child in Europe is up later than every parent in North America. Right, exactly. Like, last time I was there in Croatia, it was like 10.30 at night, and the streets were filled <laughs> with parents and their kids. I'm yawning, and the kids are like, yeah! And they're all just bombed? Oh, yeah, just drunk out they're of their minds. just mind. loaded. <laughs> Do you know, they you, just went to Mickey D's party. <laughs> I don't want to blame my dad, but I'm going to for a second here. Let's He's 87. Get Let's he get into he it. He doesn't know how to work a podcast. Let's do it. Um, one of the reasons why I don't think I had the Big Mac... My dad would never take me and my twin brother to McDonald's for one reason. They didn't serve beer there. So we always, ah. we always went to the shady, smoke-filled sports bar. He's like, what? Mm. You can get a hamburger here. Yeah. And you're like, Dad, it's not the same. Right, right. You know, yeah. the, the, the burger at the you know, shaky sports bar <laughs> is not the same as, <laughs> as McDonald's. Can we talk about the halftime show? Just wait, did you reveal that you have a twin brother? I was brother? just going to say, I, w- I wasn't sure if we should get into that, but I didn't know. You- Is it an identical twin? No, fraternal. Fraternal twin? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's so. that like? Are you, are fraternal twins as close or as intertwined as identical twins? Like, do you sense he's in trouble right now? Um, hold on. If he gets stabbed, yeah. do you feel it? <laughs> wait, I'm sensing something for my brother. <laughs> I'm sensing that it, my twin brother's being asked some really stupid questions. Ah, yes. Um, no, I don't. I don't feel a thing. Um, there's there's what, none of that. What's your brother like? Like, is he like you? He's he's um, yeah. He's more similar to me than you think in terms of he's also an extrovert, but compared to me, less so. But the thing is, he's the good one. Like he can he can he's handy. Uh, he can put his he laid down his own hardwood. Wow! I needed him, him to come over to hang photos. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because I don't have a drill or yeah, something yeah. called First a, off, a you, concrete drill. You don't bit. hang photos. You hang pictures. All right. Well, you can hang right, photos, right, too. Well, uh, right, they're, 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 they're Jay, like tool time over there. Get out of here. <laughs> I trying to remember that show. What was that show? Uh, Tim, Tim the Tool Allen. Man? Tim, Tim the Tool Man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know Taylor? why I said Jay, yeah. So, no, basically, he's the uh, handy one, and right, I'm, I'm the right. dumbass. Okay, he's yeah. the renaissance man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, halftime show. Yeah. What did you guys think? It's everything a halftime show should be. Yeah. It was, um, you know, it's exactly what you want. 
Yep. It was they played all the hits. Yep. You know, they had the, the light show was great. Uh the choreography was fantastic. Um I was a little upset because, you know, we I share similar outfits with the dancers and now I can't wear them again. Uh, they were something. They were they were basically sports bras for men. Yeah. It yeah. almost looked like like my first thought was like you know in Pac Man it looked like a pa- like because it was white and it was like a weird sort of thing it looked yeah. like the pellets the on a Pac Man board yeah, yeah the grid yeah okay I see what, where you're going with so that so were all those number one hits <clears throat> because some of them I'm like I didn't know is this song was that that popular I guess they well I mean the, I didn't I expected Shakira to come up do one two numbers mm-hmm. and then J Lo to do like seven we were all waiting for really, J Lo it was really split. Pretty evenly. Yeah. And I think what that tells you is J-Lo didn't necessarily have the hits to do a full show. But Correct. But to her credit, man, she they both look fantastic. They both move amazingly well. Better than Madonna. Remember when Madonna yeah. did it? And she attempted the cartwheel? Yeah. And it looked like, it looked like arthritis. Like, that's what yeah. arthritis looks like. Now, and by the way, at, at that age, you shouldn't be trying to do a cartwheel. No, I agree. But there is one thing that was missing, in my personal opinion. Can I guess? What's that? Pitbull. Exactly. Where was Pitbull? Where was Pitbull? The Mr. Whole Worldwide. Time. Where yeah. was Mr. Worldwide? Mr. Miami himself. Why wasn't he there? It was like, on one hand, I was very happy that Pitbull didn't appear. Because <laughs> no, I, don't want to, I don't want to see Pitbull. I don't like Pitbull. Yeah. But on the other hand, I was sad that Pitbull wasn't there. Because it didn't seem right that Pitbull wasn't there. It's in his backyard. Uh-huh. He is Miami. And like he was did some stuff in the pregame with Rob Riggle, but... Um, like I gotta tell you, I every time a guy started singing, I'm like, "Hey, it's Pitbull!" Oh, right. No, it's not Pitbull. Yeah. So I got teased. I was Pitbull teased the entire time. I now, mean, were people complaining about what they were wearing? Because I saw complaints today, and they said, "Well, look at uh, what uh, Adam Levine wore last year. He well, wore I just nothing." Took his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't think anyone was complaining about what they Here's, wore. Well, I knew there was going to be a problem because she she basically was getting into thong territory. Oh yeah, like one. thong in the front and the back. Yeah. Like it was. You know, there uh, there wasn't much left for the imagination. But here's what I, I think: there's going to be a couple people that are going to complain. Mm-hmm. And a couple? That's all. How many? How, like how many? how many? Okay, how many real people are complaining, or is it just Twitter complainers yeah. who don't really represent? Like, I, I think I didn't 90, see that many complaints. I think ninety-five percent of people are like, huh, okay, there it is. Yeah. And there's five percent that are upset, and we'll focus on the five percent. Right, right. I mean, you know, did butt was butt cleavage shown? Because that was one of the props. No, like, well, uh, no like, I don't think so. Butt, what is butt cleavage? I have no idea. Well, the problem with is those- it like when the thong. Uh, when the thong goes deep, oh, so deep in. Oh, okay, so like plumber's butt sort of kind thing. Kind of. And okay. those outfits, that wasn't their skin showing. Like, those are full-on yeah, there's covering like another, everything. Right. So but, but, but you're still seeing, you know, I guess you're seeing, I mean, I don't know. It's the, They're known for their asses. Yeah. They're going to show them. Yeah. I mean, I, I End of story. It was really talented. It was a perfect show because it was in Miami, so you wanted, you know, to see more... Of, um, of of the Latin flair, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, just more. It was Hispanic, perfect. It was, was a great. perfect balance. I, I thought, thought. I thought they'd pull, and I'm serious. Mm. I thought they'd play a few licks of the Miami Vice theme, mm. like just while they're changing like <laughs> costumes or something. Just like a few licks of that, and you're like, whoa, yeah. But so wait, again, stop. Can where you was she, you're showing? Up? Where was Sheena Easton? You're showing our age here. Yeah, because I mean that would resonate with. The plus forty-five crowd. Yeah, there, oh, there we go. Imagine Jan, that. Jan went. Who is this? Jan Hammer. Jan Hammer. Is that who does this song? So I was a. I was allowed to watch this opening theme and Dallas's opening theme. No, Ooh. none of the show. Oh no, no. We should play both of those. When the way. show started, yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't watch it. God, that <laughs> that's was, so funny. It that was you can only watch. 
by the way, it was a different era. Yeah, it was. I remember um, well, a different yeah. era because it's a minute opening. That yeah. doesn't happen yeah. now. Oh, no, yeah. there are no. It's just the show starts. And by the way, That's... you never saw, like, you didn't see Don Johnson or Philip Michael Thomas, but you saw images of Miami. You saw the cars. You saw, you know, sweeping shots of South Beach. Mm-hmm. It was like a mood. It was creating a mood for the show. It was cool. Was, same with Michael, Dallas. Was Dallas Man was the or... same thing. Yeah. Uh, well, Michael Mann did the movie version. Who did now, the TV? Was that Michael Bay? He might have done. Maybe Michael Mann did, was involved in the TV show. We're really putting Kristoff to work Yeah, today. so for your previous question, Jan Hammer. Yeah, I was, yes. was right about that. Yeah. And what are we looking for now? Well, um, did Michael Mann, was he involved in the TV show? The I know he did the movie. The creator or... Yeah, maybe he was the creator. Speaking of the theme... Edward James almost. Or the show just yeah. starting. Someone sent a great tweet the other day. Stoff, can you oh. play the Dallas theme when you get a chance? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Regard- that would be my walk-up music in baseball, by the way. The Dallas theme. Think yes, about that. I love that. Oh, we're right. going to hear that. Um, in regards to Netflix, someone sent a great tweet. They're like, hey, Netflix, calm the f*** down. When a, show st- when a show ends, you don't have to start the next one right away. Give me a second to digest. Yeah. Well, you can what pause I- it. No, it started a show so quick it went into the small box and like, and these people's complaints were, what about they people that worked on the show like the, the let their names be seen? Oh no, come on! But you also, don't want to see I know I, I'm with I'm with Dan on this one because a give me a second to digest what I just saw. We have, one second. We have no more anticipation. Why do we love Jaws? Didn't see the shark for ages. Growing up, we appreciated Christmas movies because they only came on at Christmas. Now you can watch them any time of the year. And to quote Jacques Brunswick from The Simpsons. To the greatest moment of all, better than the deed, better than the memory, the moment of anticipation. We love that anticipation, and we don't get it because of two horrible words, on demand. Everything is on demand, which has destroyed our patience. Yes. yes. Forget, forget is my Is this me- on demand? <laughs> By the way, forget about my message about society. Let's just hear the Dallas theme song. Crank that. Oh, that guitar. Like, imagine me stepping up to the batter's box. Oh, my goodness. Right? Holy shit. And taking swings, right? Taking hacks. Hold on. Even better, you tell them that music must play for my entire attack. I'm walking (laughs) slow. I'm walking slow from the box, right? Two and one count. uh, On right. And the music is still playing. Oh, yeah. On deck circle to the box. I'm like at least a minute, minute and a half. Here's the thing. We have an in to the Texas Rangers through C.J. Nikowski. We could drop it in his ear to drop in a Texas Rangers ear. Oh, my God. You imagine? So good. Elvis Andrews just strolls up to this bad boy. Joey this, Gallo. This is your oh. love-making music. Oh, imagine man. This. Just going for it. <laughs> 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 the thing I remember about Dallas was on Friday nights, 9 p.m. on CBC. Mm. And that's why it was so huge in this country, because CBC had it. And it was on after Tommy Hunter. So the Tommy Hunter show would be on, and mm-hmm. he would do his little sermon at the end, yeah. <laughs> right? He had a little Lord thing at the end, and, and then, then he would say, be the good Lord will, or whatever, and then, boom, it would crush right into And Dallas. then sin time started, yes. yeah. And then, <laughs> get after it, JR. I've been spilling French fries. I am. How did you small. not finish those fries? Because I... We've been chatting. I, um, I had, uh... 
I had a large meal at 6.30, <laughs> and as I was eating it and getting full, I realized, oh, there's a Big Mac See, and fries yeah. and nuggies. Did coming. you not have anything, oh, I plan- No, I I planned my entire day around this, because <laughs> I, I had a little snackies yeah, I gotta go back throughout the day, right, and uh, knew I was going to be crushing this tonight. So mm-hmm. I only had two chili dogs and a bowl of chili before this. I, I guess I should great. have some red for the road. <laughs> Well, we're just doing an interview with... Uh, Who are you interviewing? Frank Saravalli. Oh. About this uh, Dustin Bufflin thing. Right, 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 right. I'm very upset about this. Yeah. I'm very it's upset about how he chance. handled this. Dustin Bufflin? Yeah. You f- the team over all year. Mm-hmm. And you're a great guy. And that city loves you, man. That city loves you. That city knows you're probably the greatest defenseman to ever come out of there. It could have been handled handled a lot better, yes. Why Correct. why would you do that to them? Why? Yeah. What is it? What are you getting out of it? You wanted to get out of there? Just say to Shovel Day off. Just trade me. Yeah. Why why would you f them like that? Maybe he's like he saw what like Kyrie Irving or Durant or these other <laughs> guys have done. He's like, you know what? It's time to step this up a notch, you yeah, know? Hey. By the way, I you know, not to get off the seriousness of this that, gr- but this uh, red is amazing, by the way. Yeah. Um Dan, like I give you guys small pours. Dan poured my glass like like the drunk guy at at, at the party. There you go. Like you just oh, that's a regular that's a regular pour. Have you not had alcohol with Dan? <laughs> this is a you're an aggressive pourer. Yeah, Sorry, I, I, I just an aggressive drinker. Yeah, I, I would like a healthy portion. Don't you? But there's but there's more. It's not going away anyway. <laughs> no. I always think things are going away. That's why I eat quickly. Yeah, <laughs> You're drinking He's it like- the youngest of four. Oh, okay. Yeah. He drinks at lunchtime. That's the problem, right? He's It's in, it's like been bred it's, into him. Like this is not Lord of the Flies. Yes. Where you've got just a minute and then someone's going to drop a boulder on you. you and know? then when I drink wine, I feel like I'm back in like the Roman days where I'm like, mm-hmm. more wine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Isn't that what they said? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what they said. That was a perfect and not English. Yeah. You know, how would the wine have been back then? It would have garbage. Been, um, first off, it would have been. It wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't have been able to age it that long. It would have been a lot more Created oxidized, um, and there would have been a lot more like bacterial issues, and it just wouldn't have been as clean. You know, like like that's the first thing. A lot of poopy pants. A lot of poopy pants. <laughs> and what you want to do is, you, then you made that more fortified wine. That could so they give it to the, the Roman emperor. They're like the poopy. But at the time, that would have been great. And like in the Roman times, like, what was it like when dinosaur wine? That must have been a piece of shit. <laughs> so it's all about... That's uh, right. That's right. People in the future will be like, oh, that Gamay from Ontario. <laughs> exactly. And then they're flying cars. <laughs> um, guys, we got to go. Mm. This was a blast yeah, hanging out with you, man. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. This was really great. I'm so glad we were here to see you try your first Big Mac. And I'm glad I was able to do it. Uh, you know how I'm a big fan of you guys. Every now and then, I love to send you a message when I'm watching you guys, and something you do just makes me giggle. You so know I what? Love it. You're a true fan of the TV show, too, and we. I love to get messages like that from you. Yeah. And uh, one more time, tell it. For the people who enjoy the wine talk, yeah. uh, where can where can we find your uh, your wine pod? Uh, it's called the Matt Talks Wine and Stuff with Interesting People podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever podcasts are. Same thing where you get this podcast, uh, more places than Rubber Boots, because that one's kind of trash. Yeah, it's garbage. It and is. what about the radio show? The radio show, the radio show TSN 1050 from 2 to 4 game day. Um, yeah. Don't we simulcast ESPN at the time? What's that? How dare you? <laughs> wow, stuff. Shots fired. There, are, There is some tension between you guys. You guys went to Mandarin on Friday for a nice group dinner. Yeah. And it seems like things got went awry. You had jello. No, no, that was Carlo Coliacvo had a plate with chocolate cake, jello, and five pieces of cold shrimp. Not cool. On the plate at the I same cool. time. I love that. 
get to I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat that, yeah. but I love that he did yeah. that. Uh, and one unique observation, however, Matthew Cos eats his dessert with a spoon in one hand and a knife in the other. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, because I had a plate of both... <laughs> it looks I, quite psychotic. I had a plate of both um, chocolate cream pie and ice cream, and I didn't want to have time to switch utensils, so... Knife and the spoon. Knifey spoon. Okay, okay. I stand by it. And by the way, kids, if you're going to get ice cream, don't use the ice cream bowl. Get the soup bowl. Much larger. You can put more ice cream Mm, in it. Okay, I like that. Great advice coming from Matt Cos. Do you find at the end of a Mandarin experience, everything tastes the same? Uh Uh-huh. Like the dessert, the shrimp, But we everything. love Mandarin would welcome them as a sponsor They're in fan- any of our shows. They are fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It uh, made for a better broadcast because then I had to come back here and go on air. Yeah. I was sharp as a tack. Oh, yeah. Makes By the way, sleepy. Jay Onright has been on the Matt Talks Wine and Stuff with Interesting People podcast. Dan O'Toole will come on at some point. We'll tell a, get a, extra a story bottles. about me getting in trouble with Wayne Gretzky. All right. Yes. Yes. Love That's that. a radio tease. All right. Well, we'll end on that. Matthew Cos, thank you so thank much you for guys. being our guest. Thank you, guys. It's been fantastic. And uh, thank Thank you, McDonald's. Uh, yeah. Many, many years of sponsorship ahead. I'm excited about Can we it. hear that, uh, Producer Tim, one more time? <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. They're going home! Presents the Rubber Boots Podcast. This is the podcast. 
So we're sitting down at our table. The, the waiter comes up, and he's like profusely sweating. <laughs> and this is like 100% his first line to us. He goes, hello, I am not well. I'm very ill. <laughs> you ate there? I came down with it yesterday. I've just not been good. Not good at all. Get it at tsn.ca and anywhere you get your podcasts.